0: The Parkinson Spiegel Show. If y'all ready, give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Dave wants that.
2: I remember uh, when we needed an offensive coordinator at Dallas. Jimmy called me in. And he said, What do you think? He pulled his drawer open. He had a little piece of paper out of a napkin or something. And he says, Ah, you know. I says, You know, this guy I, I coach with at USC said, What's his name? I said, North Turner. He said, Well, let's get him in here. Jimmy says, Let's go to Camp Peasy's. Now, we insist it's a public place, a bar, a restaurant, someplace where there's people so I feel safe. And Jimmy walks in and says, Well, We got ourselves a new offensive coordinator. (laughs) So you're talking to the wrong guy when you're talking about interviewing 10 guys, okay? (laughs) Coach,
1: I looked up Campizzi's outside of Dallas. Jack Ruby had steak there the night before John F. Kennedy was assassinated. George, I just don't want you interfering. How could I possibly
0: interfere? Isn't that what Jack Ruby said? Does that surprise I you? I didn't say it. I said there's a lot of going on there, and I'm not commenting on it. Oh, what, do you, what do you think happened
3: to, to JFK? <laughs> well, That's a real question, isn't it? The how and the who is just scenery for the public. Oswald, Ruby, Cuba, the Mafia. Keeps him guessing like some kind of parlor game prevents him from asking the most important question why?
0: If
1: Joseph Campisi had anything to do with it. What do you wait, Come on, Dave. What do you think happened? Uh,
2: it? It's a great restaurant. Joe, who the, the father who owned it, and the son, they were great friends. Yes.
1: Okay. All right.
2: I'm going to leave it at that. Trust me,
1: guys.
3: Uh, uh, oh, oh, <laughs> uh, Oh, coach. I got another one for you before I get into that, okay?
0: All right, fine. So yeah, forget it, roll rolling. Go ahead, Coach. Uh, tell
3: me about we're, Kennedy. We're at the coaches' convention.
0: Les, what happened, unfortunately, to President Kennedy in 1963?
1: That was November 22nd, and we don't know if it was uh, Lee Harvey Oswald or a whole big thing there, but uh, he kind of got blown away.
3: One, two,
1: three. And here, here we go, there Here we go. Here we go parkinson spiegel show afternoons from two to six on 670 the score in odyssey station
0: some all-time great dave wants yesterday opinionated anecdotal and totally on his time he's the absolute greatest the
1: absolute greatest danny um let's talk after the show maybe 605 something like that Let's do about 45 to 50 minutes on JFK's assassination and various conspiracy theories. Sure. I got lots of thoughts. Do you? Yeah, my dad was, went deep down that curiosity rabbit hole for years and years of his life. Uh, our living room lined with books about the JFK conspiracies.
0: So do you think it was the mob? 605. Okay. I'm just curious. I think it was our mob. It was our mob. OB. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. MPAT 75.
0: Yeah, MPAT 75. I think. Uh, Charlotte J. Yeah, Dino and Mount Greenwood. Yeah, yeah. Peoria Matt. I think the mob totally had something to do with it. Peoria Matt's too old. Yeah, it's, 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 it's deceptively old Peoria. And he couldn't map. get off of the mail route yeah, that yeah, day. Exactly. He was working. Exactly. Yeah. Most of them have no alibi for that day, I assure you that. <laughs> <laughs> no
1: Where were you <laughs> on the afternoon? Uh, we weren't alive, sir. Whatever. Still interested. And- uh,
0: we appreciate our Twitch were. mob and our texters and the YouTube people and everyone who listens on your radio, uh, the podcast. However you consume, Park at the Spiegel, we appreciate you. But I got to be honest. Um, I like when you're honest. Well, I'm. I'm a little surprised by some of the pushback that is not overwhelming, but it is large enough for me to take note of it to the Bears' number one pick, Caleb Williams, conversation. To me, this is very clearly... The biggest story in Chicago sports right now, even though the draft isn't until April. I'm and like the Michael Bush trade. <laughs> and not, not only the biggest story, Connor Bedard skated today <laughs> before the skater round. Yeah. Uh, and Zach Levine going? rolled an ankle. Yeah. I'm aware of the contenders. Oh, you
1: are? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, the stadium is exciting.
0: The. <laughs> Caleb Williams will be finishing his second contract with the Bears by the time this stadium probably doesn't open. Um, (laughs) So, Uh, like, not only is it clearly the biggest story in Chicago sports, uh I would also argue it is the best story in terms of, like, positive. the, The media sometimes gets accused of, oh, you guys just hate, hate, hate. You just focus on the negative. You know, if it bleeds, it leads. You know, just... Pounding on Tony La Russa, pounding on the Bulls, talking about controversy and booing. and Why don't you talk about something positive? Um, the team that everybody in this city likes, that is the biggest ratings force in and unifying force in the city, being a seven-win team on an upward project, uh, trajectory mm-hmm. that's young, being gift-wrapped, the most talented quarterback in the history of the franchise – that's a positive story you know what I mean like that, that that's a good I, and so I get why there's debate around it because people love Justin Fields that part I totally understand but like the idea well what's your sense of the pushback because I, I, I have a my, sense of of the twofold. kind
1: of pushback that we're getting and I want to weigh in on that but you tell me what what you I, two, think you're twofold getting. one mm-hmm.
0: you've already made the decision that it's going to be Caleb when it should be Justin or maybe even Drake may, but I don't think that that is a large contingent out there, though. I think that there's some that would say, hey, let Caleb go home to D.C., uh-huh. trade down to uh, Washington, get some draft capital, still great, a great quarterback prospect. And oh, by the <laughs> way, he's bigger with less drama and more of a pure pocket. I passer. miss less
1: drama. Overnights have not yeah. been the same.
0: Uh, but so I, I don't think that the Drake may contingent no, is I, I, very strong yet. It might get stronger as we get closer to the draft, but I don't think that's very strong. I think it is. People love Justin, and people, for whatever reason, and I've got a few theories, some dislike Caleb because they saw the Notre Dame game, because they don't like that he cried with his mom or paints his nails or whatever the case may be. Whatever the reason is, I think that there is a lot of pro-Justin, some anti-Caleb, and that's what is funneling a lot of the uh, feedback here.
1: Okay, okay. That's my perception of it anyway. I think there is a growing acceptance – um even among those who might disagree that this is the sensible thing to do is that when you have a number one pick and you have the a guy this good even if you've got somebody decent who you could build around oh boy well, it's just the unfairness of football yeah that the bears are going to do this and this is the sensible thing to do for example like daniel jeremiah's first mock draft comes out today there is Caleb number one
0: to the Bears. Yeah, to the Bears. Yeah,
1: and I think that's going to be commonplace. What you are going to see. I will be more shocked if we see a mock draft that doesn't have that as the scenario. And someone's going to do that at some point because they're going to want to try to go the other way and maybe instigate some conversation or something like that. But but my sense of the public is that either a people agree that that's the thing to do, or b kind of disagree, but they're like okay, fine, whatever. Um, and that there's like a sense of exhaustion that they hear people, they hear talking heads trying to convince the public that this is the right thing to do when most people either agree that it's the right thing to do or have begrudgingly accepted or at least begun the process of accepting that this is what's going to happen. And, and they're worried about being bludgeoned with reasoning that they mostly see
0: already. Huh. I, so like that's interesting, though. Just on our show, like in our ecosystem, with mm-hmm. our audience, Chase Daniel and Peter King both said that they would trade the pick. They both said that that they would trade the pick and build around Justin Fields. so I don't think that we are just 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 to use our audience here it, like exclusively living in some sort of echo chamber. Peter King yesterday on the show said. I would trade the pick. But even
1: when he says it, when he said, yes, she's like, well, that's what I would do. Like, with a sense of resignation. That's not what they will do. That's not what they will do that he knows it's not what they will do, but he's holding on to it because he said it a couple of weeks ago and he still sees some sensibility in it. But, you know, come draft time, he's going to be like, well, we know what they're going to do. It's not what I would do if he still even says that or he may back off it completely. Like, I I I sensed some resignation even in the way he said it. Even Jared Payton with us yesterday.
0: Yeah, he got pushed off his mark pretty quick.
1: he got pushed off it. Like, people are getting pushed off it or have been pushed off it for the most part. uh,
0: Maybe I just don't respect that you can get pushed off it so easily. (laughs) You want somebody stand on your island. You want... It's it's not an island, man. Justin like I I don't have great memory, but I rem- I'm i old enough to remember when Justin Fields got his name chanted at Soldier Field. Uh-huh. I'm old enough to remember two days ago when Jalen Johnson told Keyshawn Johnson, we don't see Justin as the problem. I'm old enough to remember two weeks ago when DJ Moore said that he expects to be Just- Justin to be the quarterback next year. You know what I mean? It's not hard to make the case for Justin Fields. He's good. Caleb could bust you got a king's ransom for the number one pick in an uncertain quarterback Uh, year. This is a certain quarterback year. Do that again. Have multiple first-round picks for the next three drafts. Yeah, And, you know more darts to throw at the dartboard for Ryan Poles, who seems to be pretty good at this stuff. Build around Justin Fields. Build a roster like the Niners. Mm. You'll compete for half a decade. I know. I, but I, you I can, don't, you I can, don't. I can make that case well, very easily. Yeah, but you don't believe that.
1: You no, don't, I, you don't I, feel that
0: way. I, I, I don't, but I'm saying. And I
1: don't feel that way. So maybe I, I, we need to keep track of who does.
0: But what I'm saying is, is that if, if people believe that and are getting pushed off their case so easily, that's weak. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't respect their take ability. I
1: think you're that's the thing. I dude. don't. I think you're looking for a take fight. you're I, looking no. for a take fight on this, and we need to find you people to have some take fights with.
0: I that, that I, is I, my believe, sense. I believe that those people exist. <laughs> but, I, I, I I I I just I and I know that they exist among fans, man. And yeah. I and I I know they do too. These textures
1: I, I get b- it. Bunch of textures coming right at us saying that they disagree.
0: Good. Yeah. I like But what I said the day the season ended was that this is a fork in the road moment that is unique for Bears fans because both roads lead to the Bears being good. Drafting Caleb, building around him is the road that I would take. But I think the Bears could win 10 games next year in either direction. Mm -hmm. I think their 10-year outlook is better if you go with Caleb than Justin, which is why I would go with Caleb. But I think that... If you trade the rights to the number one pick and build around Justin Fields and upgrade at receiver and tackle and tight end and and pass rush, like oh, that team's good. Like that's, that's not a hard case to make.
1: You know what I'm thinking about right now pisses me off. I know. Well, open the phone lines and let people make the make the case if they want to. Because to me, it's like I, it, right right now I'm hearing you and I'm thinking of of that kid in uh, who dominated debate club. Yes, and
0: was able to go to either side I of the. Met- Bad that there aren't people taking a perfectly good side of the argument that I just happen to not agree with. <laughs> Yes, That's I know. The, I, know. But, but I feel like people, people like Parkinson, you're, you're, you're a contrarian. Uh-huh. No, I'm not. If I was a contrarian, I'd be
1: making that case. I know. And I'm not a contrarian either. That's the problem. We've got two fairly reasonable people. Pisses sitting me here. off. <laughs> nope. Hey, Pisses me minute. off. How dare you? I don't sir. like this one you bit. Got fairly reasonable people who happen to basically agree at what is the most sensible thing. I, but and it's, I I can't go to the other, the other corner and be on that
0: side of the debate team. Okay, fine. And I'm not going to, but it. It, it's right there. There's like a big. There's a big piece sense, of real estate right there. I sense and your someone hunger should for just, it. someone should just take it and plant their flag and do that. And it's right there for you. And I'll even help you craft the <laughs> argument. <laughs> Makes me so angry. And like, and like also, like, I sense that anger <laughs> on the daily. I mean, you're like, where is that? <laughs> you know, it should be. It should be out there. <laughs> yeah. There should be someone on the station. There be. There should be experts. There should. Be, I should not be pushing chase daniel and jared payton off their their, their conviction as easily as i have been uh-huh. i don't like it i don't like it and how are you sick of this story already this story is like weeks old and, and, and it's gonna last for months how, how are you sick of the bears getting a great either a great trade hall or a great quarterback how are you possibly sick of that you're the guy at the bar it's going insane. around like, hey do you disagree do you
1: disagree does anybody want to talk about this i had a whole parking lot available let's go out
0: there and discuss shall we no just, you don't it's just very angry it's just it's just like oh my god like to talk about the bulls the the, the nine seed no Talk about the
1: Bulls well, and see, their rolled ankle. Nah, that's where I. That's where I disagree. Kobe White was glorious last
0: he, night. It was unbelievable. He shows incredible. I like, agree. Uh, I watched of, the game. I know. So did
1: I. Little bits of extension around the rim. The ability to score. Did you hear Vince Carter being impressed with Kobe White? That was fun like to have Vince and Grant be like, oh, he's got shake and shimmy to him. I didn't know that. I didn't realize that. Watch the freaking
0: games, Vince. Come on. Well, he's watching the game that's in front of him. Yeah, it's
1: true. He's commenting on it, and I
0: appreciated it. All right. Rob and Schaumburg. It's a tall task, Rob. Hi, Rob. Hey, guys. How you doing? There's some real estate here if you'd like to carve it out. It's beautiful real estate. You could develop a whole stadium and a parking lot on it in the south loop.
3: I just feel like, you know, we should trade the pick, get get a lot more picks, too many holes on this team. You know, I just feel like talking about Marvin Harrison Jr., let's not just talk about Cale. There's a lot of good prospects in this draft, and, you know, I feel like we got a lot of good picks that we could build this team around. So I'll hang up and listen to you guys. Thank you for all that you do. There you right, go, there's Danny.
0: Rob. You only want a piece of Rob? No. And it's just like, argue with me, damn it. It's not even that. It's just the idea that you could possibly be over this story already when it is so very clearly the best and most exciting story in Chicago sports. There's not a close second. Bedard is hurt. The Bulls suck. The White Sox are a d- disaster. And the Cubs are going to be good, but spring training's not here yet, and they haven't done their big edition of the offseason yet.
1: I'm counting down to spring training myself. Great. great. And we need it. Yeah, we, 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 need
0: a, we need a Bellinger move. We need to know who, what that starting five is going to be in their rotation. We need <laughs> (laughs)
1: Well, here's what I think is fascinating. Here's what I think is legit, is going to need our attention and get our attention. As Ryan Poles is going to be interviewing, one would assume 10, 20, 30 character witnesses on Caleb Williams to make sure that he gives a crap about football and will be the hardest worker on the offense as a quarterback needs to be in order to lead and get the respect of his team. I want to dig into that too, man. I'm desperate to dig in as best we can and find out, does this guy give a crap enough? Does he have the character stuff that we know is in abundance in Justin Fields? Because that's the most difficult thing to scout. That's the thing I'm convinced more than ever, you have to know more than ever. And I don't think we know for sure, because Caleb is a very um, modern young
0: person. You'll never know for sure though, is the truth. You know, you know you'll you never know for sure what's between these guys' ears until you get them here and can do all with for, for certainty. I understand. You could you do your best due diligence, but you, you'll never know for sure.
1: Well, what we have is a guy who, in college, had abundant distraction available, and the numbers kind of waned a little bit. How much of that was based on the people he's with and the competition and all of that, I don't know. What we have is a guy who, even in high school, had an abundance of, uh, of distraction available, and how did that go? So we'll talk to the high school coach today among others
0: yeah high school coach will join us at 4 30 some people want to argue with us we could put those calls up and you want to find a new source a different source I guarantee you even if you are sick of this conversation the person you are going to hear from it on it next is more entertaining than you could have ever imagined and a surprisingly huge name you will be shocked at the Caleb Williams expert that you're going to hear from next. Legitimately shocked you'll never be able to guess it next on The Score.
2: That's
1: a
0: tease for all you <laughs> listeners out there. Stay tuned. You know, we call today Feel Good Friday, so I'm trying to stick to that, you know? <laughs> I, mean, I like it. I like it. We're going streaky!
3: Yes. <laughs> no, I'm sorry.
0: Come on! Snoop! snoop loop snoop it's cool. It's cool. I'm cool. Bring bring your green hat. Let's go. Come on, everybody. We're going. Shane put it in the producer slack. Efforting Snoop Dogg. We got to get him. Always, dude, for the last 10 years. There's no reason not to be.
1: Get Martha Stewart, too, at the same time,
0: if you can. Cross them. Get them both on. It would be perfect. Snoop Dogg. I'm also efforting Anthony Fauci, by the way. (laughs) Put him on. Hey, Doc, what's up, dude? What do you think about Caleb Williams? Snoop is a USC fan. He's always on the sideline at games. His kid, big-time recruit, And he was on with Rich Eisen. And, yeah, I told you before the break that uh, you're never going to believe who we found talking about Caleb. But uh,
1: maybe we should have believed it.
0: Yeah, here is Snoop D-O-double-G on Caleb Williams' ceiling.
2: Well, I'm a friend of Caleb's. I love him on and off the field. I feel like he's a a young version of Patrick Mahomes. I don't know why, but I just feel like when I'm watching him, he just feel like Patrick Mahomes. But the key to Patrick Mahomes is he's got a great coach, great system, great play calling and players to assist that. That's what's going to be the kick to Caleb. Where does he go? Who's the coach? what's the system, and who are the players he's throwing to. Because look at Bryce, amazing player. Went to the Panthers, no bad coaching, bad system, players not at the par. He looks bad. Look at CJ, good coach, good system, Mm -hmm. nice receivers. He looks like top fivers quarterback. So all of that is important. And I think back to Elway, Manning, not Peyton, but Eli. How they was like? Oh, I ain't going there. Right. I remember that clear. They were like, oh, I'm, 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 not, I'm not going there. Nope. Mm-hmm. You got to trade me. So maybe that's in the clause. Like, he, he may want to go to a team that has at least a chance. Ooh.
0: Oh boy. Oh no! That scared me. Take Scoops. Snoop out of the
1: producer slack. He scared Owen and he scared me. No, put him in. We got to find out if he thinks the Bears know what they're doing. You guys had a lot of gin and juice, in
0: my opinion. He has. Owen's favorite song.
1: We got to get him here. We got to get Snoop here, or at least on the phone, so we can play for him. Our mind on my Mooney and my Mooney on my mind.
0: I think he would love You're that. Laid back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I think he would love that. Does it ever, like, when you hear that, like, that's obviously like cogent sports takery and opinion well, for Snoop let's Dogg? Let's back up real quick. How many white people do you think in Snoop's life walk up to him on a daily basis with their best rap verse? Like, hey, Snoop, what do you think yeah, about this? Snoop, how <laughs> how yeah. many do you think on a daily basis? You know, I, I do More drink, than a handful. Uh,
1: gin and juice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how Snoop? many white people do you think are in Snoop's life? A, a lot. A lot. Is it yeah. His publicist?
0: Yeah, 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 a lot. His manager? Yeah. There's, there's a lot. He, he... Hey, Snoop,
1: sometimes I want to go 187 on the undercover camp. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I do.
0: Yeah. He's just like he obviously. I don't know how Chris Emma got there. I don't either. <laughs> Emma's a huge Snoop fan. They're, and they're tight. They, they are tight. They are. But like Snoop could clearly do our job with that take on Caleb. We could not do his. Uh, here is uh, Rich Eisen pointing out that the Bears are interviewing Cliff Kingsbury at USC. Oh
3: well, the Bears just uh, welcomed in for an interview for offensive coordinator Cliff Kingsbury.
2: The SC coach? Yes, sir. Oh, wow. That's a package deal. That's what it sounds like to me. I wouldn't be mad at that. I would leave that defensive coordinator on the side. The, the, they're they're
3: going to leave the coach? He, he balled out. Right, he did.
2: He balled out. By the way, have you noticed that Snoop and I have had the same
3: opinions on everything <laughs> over this last, <laughs> not just 20 minutes, but for the last three hours? That's what I was saying. Like, the idea keep Eberflus. He got that, him the, looking right. The, and if they bring in Kingsbury, maybe the
2: Bears know what they're doing. As long as he stay over there and he stay That's over there. Right. Like, don't, and the two shall not meet. Yeah, do not meet up. So in- the-
1: that is solid right and snoop i feel you snoop i got laughed at for saying that Matt Iberflus had this defense balling out remember i said that one time in transition
0: you did say that guys
1: all looked at me and said yeah i'm like yeah Iberflus has this team balling balling that's what they're doing i'm like yeah they are all right snoop season two you and snoop yeah i like the idea
0: of them having different wings of the building at Hallis hall so they can actually never meet Iberflus and kingsbury you stay over here you stay over here. Hey, man,
1: if they're not going to hire a defensive coordinator uh, other than one by name only, and fluce is going to keep calling defensive signals, he needs to hand over that offense to somebody he can just trust and, and walk away from for the most part. I mean, get involved a little bit in some game plan conversations and things like that, but especially on game day. Stay as uh, disconnected as he has been. Just don't throw a red flag and, and and challenge a successful play by your own offense like he did this year.
0: Speaking of red flags, Snoop Dogg. He's friends with Caleb Williams. He was asked by Rich Eisen. Hey, there's a lot of other character issues, red flags. What's going on Thanks, with that nice, side
3: nice of Caleb? Nice what go. do you say? Because the red how the red flag will be as well. How will Caleb handle adversity? <laughs> because this year he didn't get. The Heisman no. this year was not remotely close to a successful year, and it's a team game and all that. The conversation that you hear about him, and I'm, not, I'm bringing it up, not that I advocate for what, when he went and hopped in the stands and he's, he found his mom and he, he started crying on her shoulder. Mm-hmm. I found that to be a human moment. I
2: find that to be a mama's boy. Now, so, what's wrong with being a mama's boy? That's uh, what I am. Hey, listen, so,
3: but you're, th- that's what he's going to hear. He's going to start hearing those red flags, and then obviously adversity is going to hit in
2: Chicago or the NFL.
3: How how do you think he will He's a believe? tough
2: kid. He's a tough kid. Like, come on, man. <laughs> this kid is tough. Like, certain kids are made for this, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's built for that. Yes. I mean, I think he's built for anything that you're going to put in front of him because you didn't think that he was going to win the Heisman when he got to SC that year. Nobody did. We just thought he was going to be cool. But when he did all them things, he did. But then after you do that, then there's expectations. Mm -hmm. So now there's no expectations. So all you got to do is go out and ball and do what you're supposed to do. Man. I told
0: you we're going to uncover every possible source on Caleb Leaves. His high school coach at 430. And Snoop Dogg at 245.
2: I
1: enjoyed our conversation out of the open uh, a, a little bit through the looking glass, but talking about exhaustion on the Caleb conversation or not and some of the pushback and, and all of that. And a couple texts on that topic from our listeners. One says, you can say it's an exciting story and it is a positive story, but it's not that tough a choice, man. Like there's some people who are there like this isn't that tough a choice. But then there's others Uh, Danny, that's why we're sick of this argument, because we know it's going to last for the next three months. We've got plenty of time to argue. It just doesn't have to be all day, every day. It's not all day, every day, sir or ma'am. And this one, a lot of Chicago sports fans now assume it's Caleb. But the talk around our water cooler is the playoffs. I understand why score is hyper-focused on the Bears, but the audience might be chatting more NFL playoffs in real life.
0: We will do a ton of NFL playoffs, especially at 5 o'clock. They're, we got almost full phone lines of people who want to talk some Bears offseason. The coordinators, the trade prospects, Caleb, how they're feeling about this story. We'll hear from some of the audience uh, on the other side. And hit, trust me, uh, definitely will be deep on the NFL playoffs. Dan Weeder at 4, Randy Trivers at 430, Caleb's high school coach. It's Parkinson's Beagle on the score.